of unapologetic conversation welcome 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 to straight to tape my name is c perry elysia the second the mr fantastic of podcasting's fantastic four first the comedian <laughs> professional joke slinger tico the guy with good tico <laughs> what 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 that man, you had to see it to believe it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> you can talk about it. I live it all day, every day. Happy Easter Day! I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter egg. Uh, yeah, what, what, what kind of Easter egg? Huh? No, sir, no, sir. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What? What? Like a Reese's cup Easter egg, chocolate and peanut butter. You need to eat the. uh, What's the last holiday? Candy holiday, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Didn't you get? Yeah, I got a shitload. And it's probably still there. Cut it out. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you know you ain't supposed to be in there. You got the sugar. Anyway, Wilford Brimley ass nigga. And of course, the first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What's good, K? What's up, y'all? It's hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y. Uh, today I will be cooking, Mama, because my friend sent me a text and said we want you to cook some chicken and make some potato salad and deviled eggs. So that's what I'm going to do today, Mom. Happy Easter, Mom. And your mom's favorite mom. Wire, wire, wire. And of course, our social media assassin for the two one, Rob, the actual. What's up, Rob? Man, I'm in the building. What's going on? What's goody? You know how it is. Ruggedly handsome, geekishly intelligent, and always here to bring a balanced perspective, to bring balance to the force. Yes, that is my job. Well, welcome to Straight to Tape. We love y'all. Thank you for coming out. Thank you on this Resurrection Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking Rob of got merch, before, Rob got merch right. coming got out. Merch. Goody hoodies. Yep. Goody hoodies coming out. Um, Goody hoodies coming. That grill I sent y'all today, the one that's uh, shaped like a Death Star. Uh, do y'all know uh, how much that thing costs? Yeah, do y'all know like how much that thing costs? Mm-hmm. How much? Seven hundred dollars. Wow. Yo, I looked wow. at that. I looked at it and I watched the review. It's just a regular fucking grill. There's really no bells and whistles to it. I mean, it's really, yo, I mean, to have it just for aesthetics, I mean, you know, oh. it's pretty cool. But, yo, I mean, I need that thing to make like, when I put that, when I put that steak on that grill, I need it to be like, pew, 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 pew. Oh, I need right. something. I need, I need, right. I need, right. I need them lights to light up. I need some, when I open up the grill, I need to see the, you know what I'm saying? I need to hear all that. I need to hear all yeah. that. 
Look, when you open up, <laughs> when you open up the grill, you go into hyperspace and shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need yeah. all that. You can't do it. 700 just for aesthetics, man. 700 yeah, nah. just for aesthetics. Nope. Nah, man. We could build one. Between the two of us, we could build one that looks kind of like Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I built a big old hibachi grill that looked like the Millennium Falcon, like a big yeah. hibachi grill that like the Millennium and, Falcon. And, <laughs> and it'll probably be nice, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know, we yeah, we got a great show on tap for you today. Now, remember, you can catch Straight to Tape Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live and Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow, like, and share. The show, as always, follow us on our social media platforms, IG, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. Also, make sure you're following the YouTube channel, S2T Media, for extended and additional content. Of course, before we get started, does anybody have something special they want to share? I see you got your chest all poked out. Go ahead, man. No, I ain't got my chest. What are you talking about? I ain't got my chest. Man, you, you look, you look, you look, you you look like you look like a you look like an old stripper that just got out from the pandemic. You got your chest poked out trying to get some likes and looks. Go ahead, poke them out. Let's see. Let's no, see no, 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 no. He Yo, always he had extra when he got a, a special yeah. T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Well, do you guys yeah. have anything you want to share today? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Get to me. Yeah, please, yeah. please, pick me. Pick me. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Pick no, me. no, Tigo. No. You see, let's, let's I like the titty. color. No, <laughs> shut up. I like the color of blue you're wearing today. So I'm actually kind of curious on what you rocking, my man. Wow, well, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, that's tight. Nice. That's tight. That is tight. Nice. Yo, nice. I'm gonna need one of those, friend. I'm gonna need one of those. I'm gonna need one of those. Yeah, I I, I got to have one of those too. That's yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I need one of those. I need one of these. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm saying you 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 got you got us right because I got to have one of them dog. You know I ain't I ain't, I ain't playing. <laughs> I know I say yeah I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else? No man, I'm solid black today, bro. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But I'm coming right, for I, y'all. I'm coming for right, y'all. Oh, ho, 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 ho! Hit him with the shoulders. 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 Shoulder game. Shoulder game. Hit him with the shoulders. I have a story about my shoulders, but uh, being out, but I won't tell it right now. Hey yo, yo, yo! Nat Turner early. Christina yeah. early, Raj Big Chief it. early, Carson I early, I love it. I love it. Trisha early, Candy early. What's up, y'all? All right, I'll go ahead and get this out the way. All right, so uh, you know, I, look, I'm gonna use Spike a, a Lee whole fan. story, a whole story. No, not a whole story. Nick, real quick, big Spike Lee fan. So this shirt is inspired by uh, one of his movies. So check this out. Sorry, I can't see that bling bling is my there you go. Ah, wannabes. Ah, oh, great. that's dope. Oh, the wannabes and okay, that's dope. I don't want to be alone tonight. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, word. That's what's up. I'll oh, bust your here. young college ass. <laughs> so you know what it is. You know what it is. The springtime is in, so the you know, the t shirt game. Gosh, you know, that, that, okay. that movie right there, that movie right there had got a lot of ladies, you know what I'm saying, licking scalps. You know what I mean? That movie had a lot of ladies licking scalps. That's all I can tell you. We ain't got that. time for all that shit. Let's go. Yeah, we ain't got time. Okay. Yo. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> at, I'm, I'm coming at, for y'all. At, 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 
All right. So look, uh, look, we're going to take, you know, of course, we're going to take a deep dive today into the, uh, you know, into the Chauvin trial. But before we do that, all right. I mean, there was a lot of things that went on this week. There was some good, you know, some interesting things that went on this week. Uh, but because we're taking a deep dive, you know, there were some things we couldn't talk about because, like I said, we're taking a deep dive. All right. So uh, we're just going to take some time, just a little bit of time, ladies and gentlemen, just to just to talk about what we're not going to talk about. Look at this thing here resurrected here on Easter Sunday. Wow. <laughs> Resurrection <laughs> Day. Yeah, for some of y'all, you know, for some of y'all old school S2Ts, you know, this, you know, this used to be a main topic and now it's not a main topic, but we're going to, we still going to, you know, talk about it and rock it out. So, where should we interesting that you say rock because that's the thing that they moved away so the <laughs> <laughs> I gotta no no my dude no my dude my dude interesting no interesting you said move away okay uh See? because it looks like major league baseball decided to move the all-star game from atlanta due to uh, you know, due to the voter suppression laws. I don't right? know how I feel about that segue, but let's continue. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, it was struggly, but it happened. It happened. It happened. A little struggly, but it was, it happened. I rock with it. I rock with it. Okay. I love his commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, what do you expect? Okay. What do you expect? You have, uh, you know, you have a law that's r- rather divisive. Okay, and mm-hmm. uh, I actually I got, look I got to commend Major League Baseball uh, for yep. uh, you know for stepping up and saying you know nah we can't rock with this hell no it's bad yeah, exactly. press we gonna move it someplace else mm-hmm. and real quick I'm just I'm just my thought the first thought in my head is what's next like there's gonna be a lot a, a, a lot of other things to move from Georgia yeah. um, I mean but it's like we said before Keith. Week. It's like what we it's like we always say, you know, once you start hitting people in their pocket, then stuff starts changing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same thing exactly. happened here. Same thing happened here when we when we lost what the CIAA. Right. And and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and and movies. We had we had movies down here coming down yep. to North Carolina, people making yep. movies, and we started mm-hmm. getting, you know, it hey. Dude, and a lot of people that, that don't yeah. live in North Carolina don't understand North, there's a lot of there was a not major, mid-major, movie industry. That was kind of major. Movie, TV show industry here in North Carolina. And when, was it what, HB2 came through? Mm-hmm. They wiped all of that shit clean. Yep. They wiped yeah. it all clean. Yo, so. wh- real quick, what were your thoughts on the, uh, on, on, uh, the governor of Georgia, uh, Kemp? Uh, yesterday made you know you know made that speech hitting back and then tried to bring cancel culture into this. I told you, man, that whole cancel culture joint, man. <laughs> you know, it's a slippery like who's culture? I'm just saying, who's exactly. That's that's a good point. <laughs> that's culture? a very good point. It depends on whose culture you're talking about. Exactly, the culture of the voters that you're disenfranchising, or it Thank could be. You. The culture of uh, someone like Colin Kaepernick, who tried to bring light to a uh, oh. up up public health and uh, overall the light to overall policing, not mm-hmm. bringing color or race or anything into that nationality, nothing. Um, he was canceled. 
I just I just still cringe when I hear these people who have just completely co-opted the the term cancel culture and have run with it for the proverbial touchdown. Right. It just makes exactly. me every time I hear it now the, these days ah, I'm like ah, I did that. Ah. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Talk about cancel. Where, where did y'all get that from? Exactly. 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 But look, that's one the same thing people not... that they try to cancel when we don't agree to what the fuck they talk about. Exactly. Facts. 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 And, and, and today, look, this is in, in my in my in my attire today. Um, my hat wear is a shout out to MLB, and, and of course, I'm all Philly sports. All you know, baseball, hockey, get close up, get close basketball, up. and 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 uh, of course, football. Y'all know I'm an Eagles fan, but this is the Philadelphia Phillies. We are undefeated. Last I checked, and um, yeah, this is just a shout out to M- MLB. This is a shout out to MLB. You feel me? So yeah, you know what I mean. That's a, a great move, and and like he said, what's next? I mean, I think it'll be. It, it should be a snowball effect. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely, yeah, exactly. absolutely, exactly. absolutely. But, but, but that's okay, okay. Not, but do you think? But do you? But do you? Chico, what I'm not going to say, but what I'm not going to talk about is that the NBA might not change because that's a lot of money flipping around down in law in, in, in Atlanta. Mm, true. It's a yeah. Lot of money yeah. Being but look, but look, we'll we'll move. Yeah, we we got to move off of that. All right. It. Let's yeah. It. Let's not forget about Matt Gates. Okay. Uh, GOP Florida representative uh, Matt Gates. Uh, kind of he kind of he he kind of he's a kind of looks like uh Beavis. No, butthead. No, he looks like Beavis. Okay. Looks like yeah, a combination yeah. of be yeah. He looks like a combination of Beavis, but he been acting a little bit more like Quagmire. All right. Uh, so it looks like the FBI's, FBI has been investigating him on possible, uh, you know, sex trafficking uh, allegations. All right. But this investigation has been going on for over a year, right? Exactly. It started, it started with one of his compatriots mm-hmm. um, and it kind of trickled down to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Engaging with underage women and basically giving them money to travel with him yeah but he yeah. comes out full blast on twitter oh i don't think he denied anything but no. he he discounted the investigation itself and this this investigation started in bill Barr's yep under bill Barr's reign right so he gates brings out the fact that someone within that administration Mm -hmm. tried to blackmail him into giving them money to kind of make this go away but this that he wants to that they said would go away is still a this like there's still huge questions about and is this nigga even married uh no and remember yeah no remember he had some controversy a year ago with some boy that he supposedly uh he supposedly adopted that was supposed to be his quote-unquote son that cat but but yeah 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 uh so but once again that's one we trust me we gonna revisit that one because uh this is about uh, to blow this one's about to blow exactly uh Mm. also um you know we got the news we got the news over the past two days that dmx uh, you know, I uh, had, a, you know, OD had a heart attack and was on and was on life support. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, definitely, you know, definitely want to send some well wishes to, uh, you know, to, you know, to a great MC that's gone through a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. And one, saw, thing, um... one thing I'll say is that 
addiction is a disease and until the black community mm-hmm. sees it as a disease then we ain't really gonna go much further than we are as far as true that's that. right. true like true that. Rob, it is a, a an absolute disease yeah I, I saw a picture uh of him uh on instagram um giving a peace sign or whatever um so it looks like according to reports he's doing a little better um I'm going to keep, you know, researching that to to make sure that's legit. But it it was him in a hospital bed and a hospital gown. And he was he was awake, no tubes or anything. He was throwing up the peace sign. So, um, again, you know, uh, prayers uh, for DMX, man. You know what I'm saying? We hate, hate to see anybody going through stuff like right. that, man. And Definitely. Rob, his story. I, thought, I saw that picture, too. It's not posted on DMX's page. But the reports are that he's off life support life support and breathing on his own so that's positive news yeah. Uh, yeah. much more positive than the news we got a couple of days ago so right yeah all right so look ladies and gentlemen those were the hors d'oeuvres okay those were the hors d'oeuvres horse divers horse divers horse divers so let's get to the main course, okay? Let's 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 get to the pieces of our main course here. Uh, so this week we finally got the start of the uh, Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, the former uh, Minneapolis uh, police officer uh, that uh, you know that's accused of uh, murdering George Floyd, uh, and you know that murder that you know set off uh, you know set off major uh, protests, okay, in regards to. Uh, police brutality, especially police brutality, uh, you know, within, you know, within the black community. So that, uh, you know, that trial got started this week uh, with the prosecution laying out uh, their case. And, um, you know, we love to have guests, right? Kaboom. You know, we love to have guests and we especially love to have experts. So thought we bring in an ex a law expert. All right. Uh, brother, I'm bringing on right now. He is. You got mad luck. Shut up, Tico. Ooh, I love Matlock. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. You know, I hate y'all. I hate y'all sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> brother, I got coming on. He's an attorney. All right. Uh, he's a law professor, and he's also the host of the Pod Cases podcast. Uh, you know, which you can catch live uh, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Facebook. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me bring in attorney Christopher M. Young. What's going on, brother? Hey. Welcome, brother. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming. Oh, man. Appreciate you guys having me. How's everybody doing? doing All good, right. Man. Doing, doing good, good doing man. Good. Good, good, man. Chilling, man. Chilling. A, lot of, a lot of books you got back now, there. Now, now, Chris, before <laughs> we get started, I just want to let you know that we are a raucous bunch and we cuss a lot. So I hope that's not a problem. Nah, it's just all good with me. My co-host right. cussed a lot too. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right. yeah, he does. Cool, cool. Okay, cool. Great, yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah. Great, yeah. He's been, he's been in, he's been in the courtroom, so I'm sure he's heard these words plenty of times. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So hey, look, just to get started, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of us were watching day one, and uh, you know, the prosecution started with the video. All right. right now we've been talking eight minutes. You know we've been talking eight what eight minutes of forty six seconds. All right, mm-hmm. uh, you know when the actual video is what nine twenty five nine. You know nine twenty nine. Yeah, yeah nine twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> it did add. You know that added an additional uh, additional layer 
you know, to the case that the uh, prosecution, uh, you know, was was bringing. All right. Right. Um. Okay. Just look. Just just going back over this week. All right. Uh. And, and as Chris, I'm going to start with you. Okay. What uh, What have been your thoughts on the case that the prosecution has laid out so far? Uh man, their case is strong. I mean, it's really strong. But a lot of times in a in a criminal case, the case always looks strong until the other person says something. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like basketball practice. Oh, we great. We great. Yeah. Until you go play another school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but that, I mean, first of all, shout out to uh, the prosecutor. You know, he, he went to uh, UNC Chapel Hill. I think yeah, okay. he may be um, the, the black guy. He may be, he's a North Carolina native, but I yeah. uh, went to, went to law school at UNC Chapel Hill. He's doing, um, like his pro, he's doing this pro bono, by the way. Like no, I mean the, the 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 prosecutor. Yeah, he's doing oh, a pro. Prosecutor. Uh, the yep, yep, I get you, I got you. Yeah, so, um, man, that that was probably the most powerful opening I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, with him just playing that nine minute, um, that nine minutes and twenty nine seconds, and the courtroom just sitting silent. I I can honestly say, I had never watched all nine minutes of that. Um. And it, it was really, you know, gut-wrenching to watch that, man. That was just, man, that, that was powerful. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how the defense bounces back from that. Um, I, I'll just stop right there because I don't want to go off on a tangent. Uh, I'm going to just a- answer the question, you know, the period. No, no, that's what oh, we do No, here. no, we that's do tangents. Go, go, well, okay. go, go off. Go off. Go off, so, The thing about it is you can already see the case. So the prosecution has a great case. So in the law, you say, hey, if the law is not on your side, you argue facts. If mm-hmm. the law or the facts are not on your side, you just argue bullshit. So yeah. that's what the defense is doing. Exactly. He, he's like, when he came up and he started talking about reasonable doubt and all that, I said, oh, he's just taking it back to like trial practice 101. You know what I mean? Let's talk right. about reasonable doubt. Because what you got to realize is all you need is one. You know what I'm saying? All you need is one person to say, you know what? That guy was just scared. He was doing his job, blah, blah, blah. That's all you need. You need one person. So anytime you got a case like that, and, and I, I made a post earlier this week, and I said, man, all criminal defense attorneys get a trash case at some point. And sometimes you get a trash case because like a case like this, with all of this publicity, they probably could not offer him any kind of plea agreement. You see what I'm saying? So you got to try it. And you don't know if that guy is the... Um, the, the police union's lawyer or what he is, but you can tell he's kind of reaching. So I, I was thinking like, and I've been watching it kind of sporadically, but when they got up to like, um, to like um, Mr. McMillan, I was saying, yes. man, you don't need to, you don't need to cross examine this guy because he shouldn't even cross examined. He shouldn't have cross examined really anybody. You know what I mean? Because if, uh, yeah, because if, if I'm a witness and the prosecution's prosecution is, is coaching me, I'm going to say I saw him kill him every time, <laughs> every time I get a chance. Right. Oh, yeah. Were you, were you bothered? Yeah. Would you be bothered watching somebody kill somebody? Were you doing yeah. this? Oh, yeah. Would you be doing this watching somebody kill somebody? And the jury just keeps hearing that. And yeah. and they had good witnesses. At some point, you got to realize, man, you got a you got a black guy who is was going to be kind of like that witness. I'm going to keep it so real. The jury's just going to believe me. And then you got a white female that's a firefighter. You, right. you see what I'm saying? So. 
and, and she's telling Chris. Oh. Chris, let me ask you a question. To me, you know, having watched all the episodes of Matlock and all the episodes of SVU and uh, Law and Order, to me, it seems like they did not prepare the witnesses as much as they could have. And it may have been due to the sensitivity of this trial, but I feel like some of them were unprepared for, not prepared on what to say, but prepared for what the defense would bring their way. Well, you want natural, you yeah, know. Okay. You, you so you kind of want natural. You want you want them to, to look as natural as they can to the jury, you know. So at at times, like I can tell you, a witness like Mr. Williams. Mm-hmm. you're not going to really prepare him. You want him to come out. It's kind of like I do a lot of a lot of drug work. So if I got a snitch that's going to testify um, against my client, you you know that that snitch can go either which way. Now, I mean, and, and it's funny, but here's the thing about a snitch. A jury believes him 50% of the time, and the other 50% they don't. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at some point, a jury, may, depending on who's on your jury, they say, man, this guy ain't got nothing to lose because he's gotten up there. He said, yeah, man, I'm going to jail. I know I'm going to jail. I'm trying to help myself out, though. You see what I'm saying? But right. I ain't going to lie about, about him. So a lot of times my client's like, oh, man, he's just a snitch. No, no, no. A snitch can can hurt you. You see what I'm saying? So a witness like like uh, Mr. Williams, like, I mean, it was basically genius of him to say, you're not going to paint me out as angry. As angry. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. That's but, exactly what they try to do, too. Yeah. and But he also walked himself, the defense attorney, he walked himself into like a bad situation. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there wondering, like, why are you asking him this? Like, did you call him a bitch? Did you, yeah, man, he was killing this guy. I did everything I could other than attack him because then he would have killed me. Right, yeah. Right, and so. I mean, but that that's predicated on the assumption that black men are threats, like, period. It doesn't matter what you look like or how big you are or how small you are. Black, that That is what, and that's what's so upsetting to me about this trial right is that the defense is not basing their case on the fact that Derek Chauvin did his job it is basing their their case on the fact that black men are a threat like it is a bead through every single fucking testimony like every cross-examination the defense always has questions to bring up the fact that George Floyd was a threat, even in handcuffs, face down with how many ever officers on him. Even with Mr. Williams, say, try to make him out as a threat. Like this, it is, uh, it's disturbing. Like, Lord, 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 please let them find this dude guilty. Because if they don't, I don't want to think about it. Right. And, and you know, I talk to a lot of kids and we are threats. <laughs> we are threats. You, you're, you're a threat. And, and we got what, four black guys on here right now. We're all threats to that kid in high school that was socially awkward, that didn't say anything to anybody. And now he's a police officer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's a cop now. So that's, that's the thing that people don't realize these cops are they're 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 everyday people so if you know you see a, a six five black guy yeah you're scared of course he's scared of him because if you were scared of him putting on a uniform doesn't make you less scared it doesn't make you less scared it just it makes you more of what you were 
which is it em- you know it a lot of times a coward. You. Yep, it empowers you, right? Yep. Yeah. Question. Question. Do you, okay. Um, throughout the entire week, all right. Uh, the wit, you know, the witness testimony that you heard, okay, and the video. That's the. Mo- I'll be honest with you. The most impressive thing to me so far with, uh, you know, during this first week, is the video. Okay, the mm-hmm. different angles. The and the one that was even more impressive to me was the video from inside the store. Okay, right. to see, you know, to see the, you know, see. What was going on, the demeanor, okay, before the, you know, before the event, okay? Uh, once again, that's, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, given, you know, given that credit to the prosecution for laying it out that way. Um, in this case, so far, the, what do you think of the tactic of humanizing the victim okay especially you know and especially in a case where you are you know where you have law enforcement you know you know on on trial what do you you know what do you think of that tactic uh you've got to you've got to simply because part of their defense is that he was high and out of control you see what i'm saying that's that's part of their defense so that was that was also genius to bring in that to bring in that that video from the store to show, man, this guy wasn't, he wasn't in the store kicking shit over. You know what I mean? He wasn't in there wilding out. He was just in the store, you know, and to have that clerk come and testify as to like, man, I didn't even really think he knew about the $20 bill, you know? So I I think you have to do that. And and sometimes it seems like overkill, but man, you got to pound this into the jury because you got to realize after you get finished, the defense gets a shot. You see what I'm saying? So exactly. it's just like a game, man. If, man, score 100 points if you can. If it's 100 to zero, let it be 100 to zero because you don't know how many points they're going to score. We don't know what they have up their sleeve. We know they got something. We would assume that you're going to have some experts testifying, oh, man, that was a, a crazy amount of, of opioids in his system. And, and yeah, he would have had a heart attack and blah, blah, blah. So we can expect some of that. And, and see, what you have to realize is the, the, the big charge is the second-degree murder. The, the unintentional, um, the unintentional second degree unintentional murder. Then you got the second degree manslaughter. See, the second degree manslaughter don't get them nothing but three or four years. Mm-hmm. The second degree murder gets them ten to fifteen. Um, but the second degree murder has to, and, and it's important because it, it to to prove that you have to prove that he caused the death. So their strategy is going to be. And, and, you know, I like to tell my students, you can break down any case and, you know, should be able to break it down in 30 seconds or so. So defensive strategy is going to be to say, yeah, he did this. He kneeled on him, but he didn't cause the death. You see what I'm saying? As ludicrous as that sounds to us, you got to prove that element. If you don't prove that sh- that that, uh, that officer caused his death, he's going to end up with a second degree manslaughter charge, which means you killed him, but you didn't have any intent to kill him. You see what I'm saying? And if you ain't got no intent to kill him, then you walking away with 41 months. I think it's 41 to 57, as opposed to 10 and a half to 15, if you can get that second degree unintentional murder, which means you cause the death. And that's that's what we want. Let me ask you something, yeah. man. So if, um, okay, so if they call their specialist, 
mm-hmm. you know, to to uh, to 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 say what's going on. Let's just say that hey, you know, him kneeling on his back was not the. I mean, him kneeling on his uh, on his neck was not the cause. It was probably the cause of because the pavement on the ground was raised up a little inch higher than it was supposed to be. You know, just some just some random bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So do do uh when they ask these questions do the prosecutors do they also get the questions that were asked so they can have something or do you do or do they hear them as they come you know what i'm saying as as we do you know because i would say because how because i'm what i'm trying to say do you discredit the credibility of this so-called specialist, or I mean, I I, I don't know how that how that rose. You know, you know on um, TV it looks beautiful. On TV it looks like, oh, okay, well, I'm super smart and I got this and I can. You know what I'm saying? And you know, well, here's the thing: you the prosecution hears them just like we hear them as they're coming, but you have to kind of anticipate. Now, if an expert has been deemed as an expert, then you don't go at his credibility because the court has already said this guy is an expert. Experts cost. So if you got the money, you can get you can get an expert, no no matter what. You I don't care if the expert's from Kalamazoo, he you can get the expert. He'll come in, he'll testify for you. But so here here's one thing that people don't realize. So if we're a jury, right? It's five of us on the well, four, you four on the jury, and it's me. I'm the I'm the uh, defense. First of all, uh, we've gone through voir dire, so I've questioned you. So I'm kind of trying to get in your head, right? Mm-hmm. To see kind of how do you feel about stuff now. If I'm questioning you and I said, damn, Keisha done gave me a nod one time. I don't need but one nod. You see what I'm saying? If if Keisha gave me a nod, I'm not even talking to the other 11 people. I'm talking to Keisha for the entire trial. You see what I'm saying? I'm looking at her. I'm staring at her. I'm looking at her in the eyes. Everything I do is for Keisha. It takes that one, right? Right, because it takes one. Because you know what one person will do? They'll lock up the jury. Because, okay, Think back to Walter Scott, which was probably, I mean, it, it was just as egregious. He shot the man in the back, then planted a damn gun beside him, right? Y'all remember that in South Carolina? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So think about Walter Scott. Walter Scott, his trial was a mistrial because it was 11 to 1, right? Now, I mean, what can't you prove? You shoot a man in the back, you pick up a gun, you put it beside him, right? <laughs> 11 to 1. So one person said, nah, not enough for this second degree murder. He eventually ended up getting 20 years in prison because after the the mistrial, they decided not to try him again, which was probably his strategy, but he didn't know the feds would pick up the case. So the feds picked up the case and he's got time. So he's got about 20 years. But if I, if I get one person, one or two people, and I realize that they're buying my argument and, and you're trained to read these people's faces, look at what they're looking at. Think about how they're thinking. Because that's the kind of stuff, that, and, and I guess they did show the voir dire. I didn't get to see it. But when you're asking these people, do you trust police? Um, I'm writing it down. Oh, yeah, she trusts police. Do you believe police serve our community well? Oh, yeah, I believe that. Do you believe, you know, that police officers have the right to make it back home to their family at night? Oh, yeah, I believe that. So if I'm getting that kind of vibe from you, and then I say, you know what? This lady's listening to me. I, everything I do from now on is for you. You see what I'm saying? It's for you. And it's 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 not like like they're they're you know sectioning us off. I can go check your Facebook. I can see who you know. I can see all of this stuff. And and I'm I'm framing my whole argument for you. And that's 
in a case like this, that's what he has to do. He just needs one. He just he he really just needs one. I, I, I would say a victory for him is probably second degree. He's probably told his client, if we can get out of this thing with second degree, we won. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's probably that. what he said. If we so, get out of this thing with second degree manslaughter, we won. So, Chris, how mm-hmm. about the technology now is such that the jurors can be one place in another mm-hmm. room and the, the attorneys don't even get to see them. They don't get, cause that's important. What you just said, right. To be able to look someone in the eye when you're in a certain, if you're a certain type of person or you're in a certain career, you can look at people and see like mm-hmm. you can look at people and feel how they feel. Right. Right. Yep. What if like, does the law say anything about, putting the jury in a room and they do everything like like they see everything virtually because the technology exists now the jury really does not have to be in the courtroom do you Um, think that would change change how things work it probably would and with, with COVID I wouldn't be surprised if that happened but even if you're not seeing people you can still base some of your assumptions off of questions because see they can have questions and and we don't get to see that you know they'll go to commercial break and then the jury says hey we got a question so if you ask me a good question like um did if say you ask me did did Chauvin have a watch on oh shit I'm going right at you you know what I mean because you're thinking oh he must not have known how long he was on his neck you see what I'm saying so if you say something like was there was there a, a watch outside somewhere was this going on if you ask me like one of those questions because what's that doing all we need is what reasonable doubt doubt. (laughs) right like so we can take it back to jay-z if we can get that look all i got to do is make you think man reasonable doubt is a crazy burden you know it's crazy unless you on the the other side of the table and you're black all this overwhelming evidence there's just got to be one person that doesn't believe it and we all know in these crazy days of just split (laughs) political split racial split that is not far-fetched that somebody on that jury is still after this week's so many emotional uh people to testify like a what a 10 year old girl a girl that was 17 she's now 18 she still stays up at night uh mr williams the older gentleman that was trying to kind of coach George Floyd as the cops got him. The kid this that worked chick, in the store. The kid exactly. that worked in the his store. Kid. Like he actually told his he called his mama and told her not to come downstairs. Well like, how, like I Okay. Let me just let me just let me just flip sides real quick because I like playing devil's advocate. Well, what I'm gonna say to that is that's what's gonna happen to anybody who sees somebody get killed. Mm-hmm. But what 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 does that have to do? with the fact yep. of if Mr. Yep, Chauvin, yep. if he meant to kill this man or not, yep. you see what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with it. I, I hate, I hate that it happened right here where all these people saw it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that, that sucks. And this is probably this guy's closing argument. I hate that it happened right there that all these people had to see it, but this is, this is where the crime happened. This yep. is where the counterfeit bill was passed. This is where he didn't want to get in the car. So if you're saying all of that, I mean, that's why they got to continue beating and proving their case because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's going to come down to either second degree manslaughter or second degree murder. And that's going to come down to intent to the yeah. fact of that's why you hear these witnesses say, Oh man, I saw him shimmy on his neck again. I saw him like it got harder. 
because man I've never seen anything like that. It was like he was possessed. You see, he didn't even yep. get off of this guy after the, the they took his pulse. The paramedics. Yeah, had, he had still, he, they had to come back and be like, "Hey, man, yep. get the fuck up! Like, what are you doing? Like, he's dead." Yeah. Like yeah. so, and then he had no remorse. Did you hear him in the right. car? Yeah. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's you know, but but man, they cops for so long, man. And I like to tell people, think about it. It's not much difference in this case than Eric Garner. We saw that man choke Eric Garner to death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We saw that lady shoot Philando Castile in front of his damn daughter. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so we've seen that. Now, let me tell you what was was really crazy. And, and, and y'all can tell I'm passionate about this part of it. Now, it, what's really crazy is police stand behind this qualified immunity, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody likes to get, you know, on Ben Crump and say, oh, Crump, what's he doing? Blah, blah, blah. Well, so we, we can count. In the, pro- in the last let's say five years or let's say since Trayvon, we've seen what maybe 12 murders on camera, mm-hmm. something like that, or, or yeah. 12 murders have gotten like, you know, Freddie Gray, uh, Walter Scott, Philando Castile, uh, you know, um, the, the young lady down in Texas, Sandra Bland. So, Sandra Bland. So, mm-hmm. but do you guys notice like 2% of the murders? Yep. <laughs> the police exactly. murders. Exactly. So, you know what happens to the rest of them? You watch them. Nothing. Because you right. know why? Right. Qualified immunity. So what happens is, if you can't prove, and this case was before the Supreme Court uh, back in uh, late 2020, if you can't prove that a cop acted in negligence, then you can't bring that lawsuit. You see At what I'm all. saying? At so all. You, you can bring it, but it's going to get dismissed yeah. almost immediately. So these cops, they can stand behind that. And the only way, see, these cases that we see, they don't, there's not a lawsuit. Ben Crump ain't bringing lawsuits. He's settling cases. You see what I'm saying? Mm. He's settling yeah, the, the case. The, the, the vitriol that I see on the internet against Ben Crump is mm-hmm. just dumb to me. Right. He is a civil attorney. A lot of black people will spew at him because he's not, they don't feel like he's helping the cause. Nigga, he's he not he, he's not a criminal d- attorney. Like he's not a defense attorney. Right. Like these people who have died have committed no crimes. Anytime someone takes something away from you through negligence or meaning, I mean they meant to do it. Right. They probably owe you money for it. That's that's the so, America so, said that's the only thing we can get. Exactly. Right. So these people Amen. who have lost their lives, who's to say that George Floyd wouldn't have, he had plenty of connections, right? Right. It, it, at higher places, NBA, he had plenty of friends. Who's to say that the day after he was murdered, if he hadn't been murdered, he wouldn't have decided to get his life together and go on to make millions and millions of dollars. That's what civil cases are about. So right. people who hate Ben Crump for being the attorney that he went to school to be a civil attorney is dumb. Like well, why? What? Like, but he is. You hit, and we say this here all the time. You hit them in the pocket, and shit changes. Yep, absolutely. And, and, and before George is, Floyd, all we were getting was six to eight million dollars. Right. Until until you got to Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor's family got more. But when you look at Walter Scott and, and Freddie Gray and Trayvon and the rest of those guys, it was six to eight million dollars. But here, here's the real thing. You know, 
if if somebody gets killed today by the cops, and even if you got a video, what do you do with it? People don't know what to do. And you know what? To 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 do something with a civil case, you know what it costs? Just like you just said, it costs money. It costs money. So if if Crump is not out there using his contacts, using his money, hell, if something happened, I don't know how to get you on on, on ABC, you know, on Good Morning America. Right. I don't know how to get you on the CBS show because you need all of that. Because the only way you got to think that the, the main driver of all of this stuff is the media. See what I'm saying? It comes and goes with the media. When the media says, you know what, that's enough for showing the protest, the protest ends. You know what I mean? The, the protest is over because we ain't going to keep protesting because if the media ain't coming out there, then them National Guards and them cops, they about to start going upside heads, right? Exactly. They about to start going upside heads and everybody ain't going out there to get beat it every night. on some bit of safety, right? Right. So the, once the media says, man, hey, man, we done with this. Okay, enough, enough. But it, it was shocking to me because they never got done with George Floyd. But a lot mm-hmm. of times in other cases, Philando, Freddie Gray and the rest of them, a lot of people don't realize, y'all know how long Trayvon was dead before we even decided that, hey, this is media worthy? Exactly. Yep. Trayvon had been dead, man. And we come out like, oh, yeah, we about to, pro-. man, George Zimmerman thought the shit was over with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they, he had been dead. So the media decides, hey, man, you, you think about like Eric Garner and Philando Castile, both just as egregious, got nowhere near the coverage as that, that, um, George Floyd got, but you can also credit some of that to social media and right? the pandemic, right? Right, and the pan- and the we, pandemic. We talked about that here before. Like there is a captive audience, yeah. right? George Floyd happened just as really the world was locking down, yeah, and you really had no choice other than to consume this. And the right. co- like you just mentioned, the connections. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Jackson said, "Hey, man." I mean, not Stephen A. Jackson. Stephen Jackson said, "Hey, Jackson, yeah. that's 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 my guy." Yep. Hey, you, Stephen Jackson gets 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 a lot of respect in the NBA. Hey, we're gonna do something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't it didn't have to be much for him to call Chris Paul, president of the Players Association. Hey, man, something needs to happen, right? And you see what they did. You know, you see what they did. You know, as it related to you know as it related to the bubble. Okay, we gotta yep. you know we gotta do something. Okay, I mean. I know. I also know this as much as I, because we, you know, we covered it a lot uh, while it was going on, uh, and it was about having the captive audience and about having the, you know, the attention to make, you know, to push the movement, right? right. Uh, because as you stated, yeah, a lot of those other cases ended where they ended. Period. Yep. Ended where they ended because of, you know, because of the lack of attention. But this one, you know, uh, kept going. I'll say this, okay? I'll say this, and I'll ask you about this as well, okay? Um, do you foresee a conviction? And the reason why I ask you if you foresee a conviction, because let's not forget, was it three years ago, uh, that a Minneapolis uh, police officer of Somali descent, you know, uh, you know, shot a, if I remember correctly, she, she was of Australian descent mm-hmm. and he lost his job and he's doing tw- what? 12 to 15, 15 years for that shooting. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, 
has, I hate to put it this way, but has, uh, you know, has Minneapolis already laid the groundwork for having the ability to get this conviction? Um, I definitely foresee a conviction. Uh, it's just, is it going to be manslaughter or murder? I think it should be a murder conviction. Um, but I, I definitely don't think he walks away um, not guilty. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I, I foresee we can go ahead and prepare for a conviction, prepare for an appeal. Uh, they'll go ahead and take him in custody. Um, yeah, I definitely see a conviction. Definitely. Chris, what do you think about the overall? So the overwhelming theme of the prosecutors seems to be the police calling the police, uh, people calling the police on the police. Mm-hmm. And I don't think before, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, that actual police or former police have testified against police in a trial. What's your thoughts on that? I think that's that was probably some of the, the most damaging stuff is the, all these officers are coming up saying, hey, that's not how we were trained. That's totally outside of... Um, totally outside of, of, of the scope of, of what we do. Um, this, I mean, it, the evidence in this case is, is overwhelming. It's just, you can, you can never predict a jury, man. Y'all, y'all saw runaway jury years ago, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. not saying stuff like that happens, but man, you, you yeah. get one who is, you know, go home and, you know, man, I, we, we got to admit, man, America is, is, is divided by a hard race line. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A very hard race line. So you got mm-hmm. four blacks on the jury. means you got eight whites. So <clears throat> if somebody go home, like, man, that, you know, you, you never know if somebody wanted to get on that jury. You see what I'm saying? See, Chris, but, yeah. see, Chris, that's, a, but that's the thing, though. That's, that's the thing. Um, I have always gotten letters to uh, do jury duty, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, I'm from Chavis Heights, and when I'm getting a letter like that, and they're like, "What? You ain't been locked up, nigga? Yeah, you are." You can still, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you they calling you for jury duty, nigga? You, you know, you civil as shit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, 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 that's weird in itself. You know, that's weird in itself. But you know, that's why. But when I, 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 I don't shun from. It. Because right. I think that it's a duty that I have to do because it could be my son on trial. It could be Keisha's son on trial. It could be Rob's son, Perry's daughter. It could be, you know what I'm saying, anyone, right? Mm-hmm. But not having that representation there, not saying that, you know what I'm saying, that you have to be there. Use your mind and think, you know what I'm saying? You have to do the job and do it correctly. Right. But having that, having more of your peers there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's right. a plus. And it's a plus, but they have this, they have, but in our community, it's deep rooted that number one, you ain't, I'm not, motherfucker, I'm not going to leave my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. What did they pay um, you? Like $8 because, a day? $12 a day. I'm not going to leave my job. You know what I'm saying? To come down here all day to sit. And yeah, not, you know so what I'm saying? You, you, that, you, so many layers so to that. Many layers but at the same that. token, that's what we need. We need. And, and when Key was like, "Yo, it, it could be to the point where you know people don't have to come downtown anymore, or they don't have to meet in one certain place. You could do it virtually, right?" I was, I would think that this would spark up 
a movement for people to uh, for 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 African Americans to 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 do these things because I get mad, I get upset because yeah, the system is fucked, the system is this, the system is that. But what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, we don't. You know what I'm saying? Enough. But you don't, don't participate. participate but you don't participate in 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 doing this. Now you know more than I know because you're in the courtrooms. Um, how do, do you see that? Do you see the the lack thereof of 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 of, of, of representation like of us? Oh about, like, man, hell yeah! I'm well. I, first of all, I'm I went to Shaw undergrad, so I know Chavis Heights. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. I'm seeing you. I seen you, Derek. I seen. I mean, I seen you, Chris. I seen you. Chris. I seen you. Oh, you, man, you have to. You have to. Okay. For instance, um, if if you got a client in Wake County, I, I don't. I don't do any state work. I do only federal work now. But uh, there was a time when I, I worked in in Wake County, and I, I even interned at Wake County um, while I was in law school a couple of times at the DA's office. So if you got a case in Wake County versus a case in Durham. You'll try that case in Durham because the jury is going to look more like us mm-hmm. in Wake County. Wake County is one of the most educated counties in North Carolina. So if you get a jury in Wake County, you, you may get one black. The rest of them are going to be normally implants, people who moved here. They work in technology, blah, 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 blah. So to answer your question, no, they're not going to change that because they're getting the juries that they want. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. No, right. They don't want you. They don't. They don't. They they want you to say no. I ain't coming. Okay. Good, great. You know what I'm saying? Great. Because if you got a jury pool Monday morning and there's 75 people in that jury pool and there's 10 black people, so 65 whites in that jury pool, and you got eight cases that you're trying and you got seven black defendants, right? And they depend on that, right? They, they depend. They build because their around that. Because right? you know why? Because the prosecution can relate. They can relate. Oh, this is my neighbor. Do you want people coming to our neighborhoods doing this? This guy was at at at, at our Roof's Chris with a gun. Roof right. Chris, where we take our families. Yeah, right. he was right here at um because you know Chavis ain't Chavis no more. He was uh, right, right here um downtown where thousands of people gather with a gun. Yeah. What what are they saying? And people yeah. saying, "Whoa, shit!" Now you might say, "Shit, what well, did he pull it out?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. 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 I don't know. <laughs> But definitely people, a cultural difference there. Right. Exactly. Those people are saying, oh, man, he had a, a gun. Where would he even get a gun? But you know, meanwhile, because, Jeb carries a gun everywhere he goes. Right. But so what? It doesn't matter. What's he look like? Because no, you got to think, man, these juries. He's not a threat. Right. These juries, they're looking, man, and they, they, they've been threatened. So you got to think this, that, that's how these people act. And and for lawyers, that's our fir- that's the first thing we want to do is get our jury. And you've got you got like bats and laws where you can't just kick a black off because they're black. But hell, if I ain't got no blacks to kick off, what I do? Ain't my fault. That's who, exactly. that's who responded to jury duty. Is so these people right that, here? But how how if that's a problem and and you see it and I see it, how do we? How how, how is that a movement that 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 needs to be made? Is that uh, um uh. Cause I'm all about being, I'm all about being involved. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about being involved. Um, you know, you can't sit here and say, Hey, you know what I'm saying? Gentrification is fucked up and this, that, and the other, but you ain't going to these meetings and you're not, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. You're not yeah, being yeah. involved. Right. You know, uh, how 
do we get people to change their minds of thinking? Because number one, I, I get it because it's deep rooted. First of all, nobody wants to go down to the courthouse. No, black, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to go down to the courthouse for no fucking, for nothing, right. you know? Right. So how do you get, how do you, how, how do you, how do you think that we should move forward to get us more involved? Yeah. Well, you got, in, first in of all, it's tough because, okay, let's say Rob got jury duty mm-hmm. and Rob reports Monday morning and the damn case is a slip and fall at McDonald's. Rob mm-hmm. had to take four days off work for that. What are you going to come back and tell you? Man, that bullshit. I took four days off work right. to go <laughs> and decide if these people were going to get 15000 or 5000 at right. McDonald's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's part of the system too, right? Yeah. Every case ain't going to be no you know, exciting murder case, robbery. Right. I mean, you're you going to get some, some bullshit. You're going to get, get to live your Matlock life right. all the time. You're going to get, right. you gonna get, the, you gonna get the, the, the gas that exploded out of the pump and got all over this lady, and she's suing for 25 grand. And you mm-hmm. got to sit there for four days and listen to this for, for $48. And, and in your mind, you like, in your mind, you're like, fuck that lady. Right. She got a she got a whole yeah, farm. But, she yeah, but, that, a whole I, but that's farm. the thing though. But that's the thing though. It's, it's but it's the it, but it's the mentality it's the mentality the, the mentality of thinking, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's just it's just crazy to me because you know as 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 as, as African Americans we are we are striving to and we're doing great things now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and not everybody can be at the top. Some people right. got to be down at the bottom. Some people got to help out some way that they can. So, um, I mean, it just baffles me. It, you know, it kind of you know. And again, we have other things that stop you from becoming a juror. You mm-hmm. get locked up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know how that shit goes. You get some. You got some you don't shit get to fucked go. up with you, you. You don't get to go. And that's right. another hindrance of things that stop us from helping us. You but know I don't, uh, friend, I don't know if that's a hindrance because the appropriate proportion of white people face that same challenge. It's just the overwhelming thought that black people get locked up a lot more than white people. That's kind of the prevailing thought there, right? So just right. as many proportionally white people get disqualified from juries as right, right. black people do proportionally, I think. Um, but it's like, you're right. We need to become more involved in this part of it. This part of it goes hand in hand with voting. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And like to, to change, to change the system. Like we can't change the system unless we're in the fucking system. There's no way. So we can't like, and how with a case like George Floyd, like how I didn't watch jury selection, but how they got a body of jurors that were impartial is that type of shit amazes me. Yeah, and nobody's really impartial in that case. And they're ever, ever. You can't be because it's nationwide. Like mm-hmm. so, nobody's impartial. You're saying what you you're saying what you need to say to either get on or get off the case. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. But, book deals yeah. to be made. <laughs> right, right, exactly. exactly. I mean, that's the that's the honest to I God. Was a truth. I was the people, some, I mean, hey, them OJ jurors, man, they came. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. think about it. But yeah. and, and and I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole. But since y'all said something about voting, hey, we do. Ra- hey, whoa, 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 hey, Chris, very good, Chris. You and Perry, Chris. 
<laughs> that was a great segue, brother. That was a great segue. Nigga, we do, we do rap hoes. You go down rabbit so hoes. Go, 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 go down yeah, it real quick. It. Go down it real quick. Famous for rabbit hoes. This, this is what exactly. I was going to say, man. First, we have to be happy that these charges are even being brought against this officer, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And because right. and, and, we talk about voting. But you know, you know what freaks me out, man. Um, and I live in Wake County. Mm-hmm. You know, on a ballot in Wake County, um, I know for like thirty years there was never any opposition for the district attorney's office. Uh, there may have been some this year. If there was, it was probably like a ninety-five to five percent um, win for the, the the DA of Wake County. Do y'all know that the district attorney of Wake County is the most powerful district attorney in the state of North Carolina? Mm. Yep. Shocking, but not surprised. She, she, Charlotte is the largest, but the district, every, every case um, that involves like a state crime, not a, not just a state crime, but a state officials comes where to Wake County. Right. Mm -hmm. So, when we, we talk about voting, a lot of people don't even know who the district attorney of Wake County is. It's Lauren Freeman, for anybody who doesn't know. And I'm not saying that, that she's doing a bad job, but it is shocking to me that nobody runs for this office. We got people running, oh, man, fighting, I mean, you know, fighting to the death for city council seats. And I'm not knocking city council, but if it's, if it's one against six, you ain't going to win a whole lot of battles, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to win a whole lot of shit on city council. But the most powerful position probably in the state district attorney of Wake County of the Capitol is always unopposed. It's always unopposed. So we just go in there. We just mark Lauren Freeman and she's the one who's going to decide, are we going to prosecute this or are we not going to prosecute this? That's who decides the cops can arrest you all they want. She might say, you know what? It's not enough. We're not prosecuting. You see what I'm saying? So if this, if this AG, in 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 um, Minneapolis doesn't decide to prosecute uh, this guy, there would be no prosecution. We wouldn't even be here. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't even be talking about it. It's like the most powerful position, and people are just saying, you know what? Shit, who the DA? I don't know. <laughs> whoever whoever helped me with my traffic ticket, I don't, I don't yo, know. Yo, Chris, you know what I'm I, for real, I am so have been thinking about lately how to move change right mm-hmm. and that is one of them i never knew that That's- about 65 assistant district attorneys in wake county there's never more than five blacks I, I i really have been thinking about how to move change and that moves change like in all these different areas of uh like people don't really think about school districts right how right how school districts affect our youth right. adversely. Um, what you just said, so many other areas that don't get the highlight when it's time to vote. Um, right. How do we, how do we straight to tape? Like, cause we're really into it. Like I've never into politics until Perry made me do it for this show. So right. now that I am, <laughs> now that I am, how do we move that? How do we help highlight those kind of things as we move into the 2022 election cycle? We got to educate people. We got to educate people, man. I mean, 
And it, it's, it's, it's so much more, man. And I'm not, I'm not political. I don't really like politics that much, but when you look at stuff like, think about what, what the legislator did in 20, what, late 2019, 2020, when they split Ante's campus. I mean, come on, man. Like, we going to let them do that? Like, yep, you're yep. going gonna to go to the largest HBCU in the nation, and you're going to split the damn campus. And why? And, and, and I just talked about this in class last week. Why you want to do it? Because people say, oh, that don't really matter. It does matter. Because if we split the campus, then we can guarantee that one of these city council people won't be black, right? And if that city council person is not black because of the district that they're running in, or we got a Republican running on the east side of Greensboro, where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? I'm from the southeast part of Greensboro. You got a Republican running there. What's that mean? It means them schools are going to stay shitty, right? Yep. Because we ain't pushing to get no better schools over here. We don't, whatever happens over here in southeast Greensboro happens. And I don't know if y'all know much about Greensboro. It's one of the most segregated cities in the state. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? On my side of town, it's about three banks and two grocery stores, and one is a Compare Foods. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not much there, but you can keep it like that. And then if you let that person stay there, you know what's next? Gentrification. Because yeah. then they want that property. And then you ain't got to go through nobody to get it. And if you want to really look, look at how they split up Chicago and all that stuff. How they keep all that crime on the south side of Chicago. You see what I'm saying? And then, you know, people say, oh, I love Chicago. I'm like, shit, have you really been to Chicago? You've really been to Chicago? Right. Wim- Chicago. Wim- Wim- uh, is the same way. Wim- hey, is the same way. Yep, it is. Just like Atlanta. Oh, I love it now. You, you might love that part of Atlanta. You ain't been to the bluff. You ain't been to Atlanta, Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you're going to that part where you, yeah, you're going downtown. Like they say, when you go to Baltimore, don't go too far east, don't go too far west, and you're okay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just all of that mess is tied to voting, man. And and I think the, the GOP always has an agenda. And like, it's like the Democrats are kind of like scared to say it, scared to say, man, this is what they're planning on doing. And then when you do, it's kind of a little, little late, a little slow, you know? I feel, uh, I really feel the necessity for like the antithesis of the Tea Party party. Like, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say, but it's so, like, it's so much because when you, when you think about those roles, those movements, those leaders, you kind of put yourself out there. Um, for all to see everybody's digging into your history, your past, and your like, it, but that is necessary for us at this point. And I don't mean us as black people. I mean us as people who care about the people mm-hmm. and not the politics, right? Right. Yep. We say on here all the time, put the policy back in politics. Politics is so riddled right now with um, color, race, gender, sexual identity. Like so many things are clouding the political space that it's not even really about the people anymore. It's about kind of the what people think of right. the people. Yep. Yep. It's the, I'll say this just to wrap it, it, it's the tribalism, okay? And that's the reason why we got to get back to policy. Chris, yes, tell, tell, tell our audience uh, a little bit about the pod cases with, uh, with you and Sean. Oh, man, that's, that's just my college roommate, man. We just, we get on there and just have a good time. Sunday nights at seven. Um, 
you know, we'll be on Facebook Live tonight at seven. Um, actually, talking about dating tonight, so I'll be switching gears a little bit. Oh, um, okay. okay. We better um, turn it on. We we partying at my house tonight for Easter <laughs> Sunday and Earth, Wind, and Fire, and uh, against the uh, Isley Brothers. So we won't put. Oh, TV. yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, yeah, we. I mean, we get up there, we just we have a good time, and you know, it's it's nothing formal. Um. Just trying to have a good time, man. And I did want to say, man, I really enjoy you guys' podcast. I like what you're doing. Thank so, you, thank, thank you. Appreciate sir. that, my brother. Hey, anytime you it. want me on there, I love to be on it, man. No, All right, don't All do right. it. Don't do it. Nah, yeah, you don't want you don't want him on the show, man. Trust me, but <laughs> don't do that, bro. Don't do uh, it. Look, how they, baby. Yeah. You see how they blackball me? You see how they blackball me, man? My friend is so <laughs> smart. If you have him, then you need me for balance. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Rob is the truest. Rob is the truest of balance. So yeah, he is know. the balancer. Yeah, but if you have okay. like you can have Rob by himself, but you can't have Tico without me. We're a package. Yeah, you, uh, you, you don't need Tico by by, by himself because you, you you're not gonna know where that's gonna end up. Trust me, bro. I uh, Chris, <laughs> we definitely look as this uh, as the trial progresses. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll say it, and I want to see if see if my panel agrees. Once the verdict comes in, we'd love to have you back on. What's up? I, lo- I like. Man, I'd love to come yes, back on, definitely. man. Definitely, yeah, I would yeah, love to. Like like call, call me anytime. That'll work, ladies and gentlemen, attorney, law professor, fellow podcaster, and, and, and of course, of course, my fellow uh, brother of uh, Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, oh, yeah. Christopher Young. I appreciate it, guys. Definitely appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. This Thank was you, so brother. insightful. Thank you. Thank it you. really Thank was. You. I, we Hope to see you guys soon. You. Oh, trust Absolutely. me, you will. Absolutely. You will. You will. All right. All right. Yo. What else good? That, that was yeah, good. Was. That, was that, was, good. That, was, that was good. That was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to shift gears, though, okay? We're going to shift gears. Um. Okay, so I'm so I'm we're about to bring uh, some kids up here that dude he did a movie, okay. Not only did they do a movie, but that movie right now is available on Amazon Prime. I watched uh, it last night. Yeah. It is amazing. It is very amazing. It's very amazing. Uh, so uh, I want to bring on, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Thomas Parrish the fifth. His brother Zachary and their father Thomas Parrish the fourth. Okay, so Hi, yo! gentlemen, Hi, yo! how are y'all doing? Yo, What's you're a, you're a fifth. That's a lot. That says so Man. much. You know, you're, Dad, you're a fourth too. But you know, you know. I was I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Oh my god, you guys are so amazing. I, I was thinking I was thinking the same thing, and then I was just like. Did they just get lazy and just said, you know what? Just one, two, three, four, five. Just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Look, I have three. I have three sons. I get it. And sometimes I forget their names, and they'll be like, uh, um, uh, boy, one, come here. Hey. You know, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it too because I get it as well because uh, my my name, my father's name, and my brother's name, we're all Robert. So I understand. Wow. That's, I understand. Hey, that's how it works, yeah, man. You got to simplify. <laughs> yes. yes. I love it. I love it. I love My it. boys are, their name is kind of phonetically the same forward, forwards, ones, forwards, and backwards. 
So I find myself in a in a like a heated moment, like boy, and they laugh so hard every time. I have a seventeen year old and an eighteen year old. So yeah, man. Well, thank you guys. Welcome, you guys. Welcome. Thank you. Well, look, gentlemen. So seven. Tell us about seventy degrees west, okay? Um. Well, you know, oh, it's uh, I, the movie. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, talk, talk. Okay, okay. So, go ahead, go ahead. I let them two talk, tell the story. Basically, you know, seventy-five degrees west. We came about this film in two thousand nineteen. Um, it's uh-huh. pretty much you know two boys just traveling across you know this 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 state or wherever wherever they are, right? And we're we're going across to we're getting this to this point, seventy-five degrees west. So throughout this film, we have to dodge. Various people, very we had got very a lot of stuff. Um, we're we're going, we're just basically trying to survive a virus, pretty much. So once we get, to, we have to, we have a mission to get to this point, uh, this transport that our father told us to get to. Obviously, you two know. Well, if you, whoever has watched it, don't give any no spoilers now. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no you spoilers. Guys, <laughs> no spoilers. You guys know what happened, you know, towards yeah. the end. I'm not gonna give any spoilers for the people that haven't, you know, watched it yet, but. It's pretty much just two boys trying to survive, you know. It's pretty much basically what. It well, is. tell us, tell us how you came up with the story, though, Tom. I mean, what made you want to talk about a pandemic before the pandemic? Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I just I didn't know necessarily. I didn't have really any ideas at first. I just was thinking. I was like, when we were thinking about when I was thinking about uh, end of the world type of movie, I was like, everybody thinks about zombies and stuff like that. I just wanted something a little bit different. So before the pandemic, I didn't even know the pandemic was going to come. None of us did. So I was thinking, what about a crazy virus that would come up out of nowhere, you know? So COVID came, that just fueled it even more. It was like people, it would be something that people could relate to and hope would never happen. And lo and behold, there you go. You're yeah. a prophet. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that was some <laughs> incredible forward thinking. Yeah. Um, now, uh, hold on. Now, 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 five, it was your concept, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. Zach directed it? No, I acted in it and um, oh, I helped okay. write the scripts and the story. Okay, okay. He's more like the assistant director and yeah, he, he kind of more the primary director. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, clearing, uh, clearing that up. Um, <laughs> now, uh, one thing that we I mean, know... I'm looking at... Hold on, Perry. Hold yeah, on, Perry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Right now. I'm Uh-oh. looking at y'all. Y'all a beautiful family. You know... And I'm looking at my kids, and I'm like, you know, kind of upset. They could have did a little bit more. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's beautiful. Behind them, and and I love that these kids are now uh, knowing that they can go a different route. There's a different route for us to go. And before it was all taught like you go to school, you know, and then you go to college, and, and you get a job, and and then you you know you you work and then you have a family and you don't have to do that in order to you can do the things that you love to do because I love movies and I love to see I love to see young you know what I'm saying uh, upcoming men or females or just anybody just coming up young just coming up doing their thing and enjoying what they're doing and uh, yo big ups to you man big ups to you to your family I'm glad you brought that up because they'll tell you that. 
this is something I'm 52 years old. So, you know, some people call me an old head now, but um, a lot of people call me old head. So, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, at, but I'm telling them something that my father and his father didn't tell him. You, you hit the nail right on the head. It's always about, you know, go get a job and all these other things. I want, I'm telling them to create, be their own master of their own faith. Absolutely. And this is, this is an exercise of project management. How do you start a project and how do you complete a project? In the last year, Thomas and Zach, they, I said, what date do you guys want to have this rolled out? And we started filming. And I'm not, not going to take the, the story away from them, but just kind of giving you guys an idea from a, from a parental perspective. We started filming back in March of 2020. And we said we we're going to have this film put out in Amazon by March 2020, And so it, we were right on schedule. And my, from my perspective, it was just an exercise of how do you start a project and how do you complete a project? That's one thing that in, in the African-American community, we don't spend a lot of time teaching our young children about project management. Because if you can master project management, you can be your own, you can be an entrepreneur because you Absolutely. understand those principles. Absolutely. For me, that's what this is. Yeah. For me, um, my kids are 15 months and a day apart, right? So um, they've grown up. And for me, it's been all about exposure, like exposing them to as many things as I possibly could and maybe one would stick or two or five, right? So exposing them and making sure they have the tools necessary, like you want to do this, it's fine. You want to, you want to take sword fighting? That's fine. We can, we can do that, but exposing them to as many things as possible, um, as opposed to like Tico said, go to school, you go to high school, you go to college, you pick some, some major and you do that, and that's what you do for the rest of your life. You have a family, blah, blah, blah. It's not about that. It's about exposing them to everything possible so that they can use that and culminate their own own destiny, basically. Yeah, I'm getting some, I'm turning my speaker down. I think someone said we got some feedback. Is the feedback okay now? We still get a lot of feedback? It's a little better now. Okay, awesome. awesome. Let me turn that down a little more. Okay, can you still hear me pretty good? Can hear you great. Awesome. Um, so yeah, um, th- that's basically what we're, we're trying to do. You know, we, we've done a lot of things, did a lot of things. We've been in robot tournaments back 10 years ago. We won a tournament back in Charlotte, um, in 2018. And so we got into filming, um, we did our, 2017, 2017, wasn't it? Yeah. 2017. What was the first film, Zach? Our first one film was Force B1. Force B1. And what was, what was the second film, Tom? B1 and the Awakening. Are y'all so gonna, if you haven't seen I, 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 I saw that. I saw that. I'm, I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan. There are. Uh, yeah. I, I, I did. Uh, I, I saw that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are out on YouTube. We won. Uh, I love this so oh, much. Total, I think we won for those two. For those two, short, that short film in the trailer, I think total we won four or five awards. One of them was Best Special Effects. Yeah. So. So what? Yeah. What was the difference? Okay. What was it? Uh, what was the difference from? doing the shorts okay uh to doing in essence a feature length okay i mean this because you know that's a that's a whole nother step you know that's a whole nother level you know you know to to kick it into it's the natural progression but going into that okay going into that uh, you know, Thomas, Zach, I mean what were your reservations? You know, what were your you know you're you know excited, scared, yeah, you know, yeah it was all the above. I, before we took that test going, I was very, I was, I was a little, 
cautious because you know we had to be, we had to think about school and sports and all that type of stuff. So managing our time was a key factor. Like you said, project management that was a key factor. We had to on the week. Most of our shooting days were on the weekend. We had to shoot on the weekend because we had homework to do. We had uh, now I'm, I have football because of COVID. We had uh, football to go to, so we had to, we had to start scheduling our time accordingly in order for us to get these 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 shots taken. We also had to take into account that we we had lines now. In the short films, we didn't have lines. There was, we didn't have to do any of that stuff. We had to make sure we were practicing our lines. We were finding the areas to shoot this stuff. We had we had to get all that stuff down packed before you know we could we could make any pretty much time uh, time schedule our time. You know. But when do you do, when do you like you talk about it after it's already written and the storyboards are done like when when do you do all of that part? We did well. I came up with the script. When we came up with the script. I borrowed it to my dad, and we pretty much wrote down and mapped out the entire story. You know, like a month before we even shot, we had we had all that stuff pretty much taken down, and we had you know we had we obviously modified some stuff as we kept going. But the base, the basics of the film were pretty much already in hand. They were already written. They were already set in stone. So we already knew what we were going to do as we were filming. Yeah, and that's that's Tom made a good point there. Um, so we had things kind of laid out, and then, like he said, and then when we knew we were going to shoot for, let's say, a weekend was coming up, when we knew we were going to shoot, I would then get on them and say, "Look, make sure you got your lines down. Make sure you practice, you know, a couple of things before the weekend." So then, when we got on set. Um, we, it will be much smoother. So my take, my point on this as a producer is to make sure they're doing what they need to do. And then I was a technical guy. So he would tell me what shots he wanted and what scenes he wanted. And it was my job to try to make those scenes ha happen. Dad, how hard was it for you to not like kind of super take over your vision right <laughs> exactly you know you know you know how dads do you know how we do and moms our mom was the makeup artist um it, it was extremely hard and they'll probably sit there and tell you dad forced some stuff on us and i, and I did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right um i i might have filmed i might have filmed at, at nccu so i did have some some knowledge to, to drop on them but at the end of the day, they approved, Thomas approved every scene and Zachary approved every scene. So I may have, you know, imposed myself a bit in, in certain parts of the film, but they ultimately had approval. That's Sign off. Up. This was I mean, an awesome film. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like, Thank no, spo no spoilers. I cried no spoilers. and I screamed. That's what, that's what our goal was. That's, that's, what, that's our goal. Angle. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was it was a great film, you guys. I'm so proud. Thank of you. you, thank you, thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah, we we really appreciate you guys coming through, and 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 you you guys are are already an inspiration because um, my son he's 18 years old and he has a passion for filmmaking. He wants to go to school for filmmaking and. He would love to chop it up with you guys if that's okay. We can. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, know. absolutely. Okay. Okay. So we're going to. I want to share with you guys too for young filmmakers such, such as your son. We've worked through a lot of the process to, to. Um, it's very difficult as you can imagine to get on some some platform like Amazon Prime and Google Play because now the film is available both in Amazon Prime and Google Play. Mm -hmm. So we're also reaching out to young film filmmakers. You've got something that you want to get out there. Come see us. We'll publish it for you because we okay. want people to get their their content out there. Um. 
it, it, it took me, I, I've been on Amazon Prime um, for over 10 years and, and in a content perspective, and it's, it's difficult for them to get through their the screening process to get films out there. But once you're there as a distributor, it allows it to happen. And so we want to, we want to get young film, young, better films, better ideas out there. So if you want to chop it up, give us a call and we'll try to share some of that knowledge with some of these new filmmakers. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this. I love it. I love, I like y'all don't understand. Like I have an affinity. I have uh, two boys of my own and I have an adopted boy and I'm boy. I'm like boy, mom, mega, mega boy, mom. Right. I just, this I'm emotional. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, look, uh, that's what we need to do to get Key off the show for a hot second. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, back yeah, again, yeah. yo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let it get you emotional. Want your chicken wings? Do you want your chicken wings or not? <laughs> I digress. I digress. I digress. Yeah. Uh-huh. I digress. Uh, gentlemen, look, an amazing piece of work. Uh, Thank you. Timely, incredibly timely. All right. Uh, so, uh, so look, straight to tape family. Look, make sure you go out and support and watch. Uh, you know, seventy five degrees west. Please watch They'll, it. It's yes, a great film, y'all. It really is. It really is. Thank you, guys. Oh, Thank you, Fred. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, new. Before you go, man, don't y'all guys got a got like a premiere coming up, man? Oh um, yeah, yeah. So, so if you're in the if you're in the local area, if, if you're within. 50 miles of Rocky Mount. We've got a, uh, we're, we're uh, if you heard about the Rocky Mount meals, if you watch WRAL, they own that, yes. that uh, facility. And we're putting on, they're actually in, in Rocky Mount meals and WRL, they're paying for um, most of this event. They're a key sponsor. Um, so we're having a bit on a tw- April 23rd. It'll be at the Rocky Mount meal it starts at six 30 to eight 30. There'll be a Q and a, we'll watch an hour of the film. And then there'll be, well, There'll be a bar, some food served at from six thirty to seven. There'll be a film premiere at seven thirty, and at eight thirty there'll be a Q and A session. And so they're lo- they're using this to launch the opening of the meal post COVID. So it'll be a great event happening in April. Tico, are we going? Jonah, because I feel like I need to hug these boys next. I need. And for the adults, and for the adults, libations will be served. Oh, we're going. Oh, okay. We're okay. There. We're there. Yeah. We're there. You know, that's always a great seller. That's always April a great seller. April 23rd. Yeah. Is this, right. um, where, where can people find you guys? I mean, uh, other than the movie. On, but... on YouTube, uh, Facebook at, uh, at, um, 75 at 75 West or our film company, Skyworks Media. That's at Sky, that's at Skyworks, um, at Skyworks uh, Films on, um, on uh, Facebook, or you can go to Skyworks skyworkfilms.com that's our website skyworkfilms.com gotcha all right uh ladies and gentlemen uh oh my god i love this so much. yeah ladies and gentlemen uh thomas parish the fifth zachary parish and, and yeah the dad thomas parish <laughs> <laughs> he just I, bet, I mean I bet, dad, look, I you, know, you, look. you know we become parents become consequential yeah. once the grandkids and that's that's what I want my right, sons are yeah, telling yeah. me all the time I want them to be better than me yep I bet yep. you I bet you they have I bet you they have a house and it's, they got a long like walkway and it just got like all the all the fathers like one two three four five got old Got one dressed like like Napoleon, all in the back. Statues overlooking the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
all right. That's all right. You are crazy. You are so dope. Ladies and gentlemen, the Parrish family, make sure you go out and support this film. Oh my God, you guys watch it. You, you know, you know, make sure you watch it. If you know, if you're in, you know, if you're in uh the Rocky Mountain area on the uh on the 23rd, go go by the Rocky Mount Mills, check out the you know, check out the premiere. Yeah, uh we, parish we going family, we going, we going. Family, thank you, thank you for coming through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys. Form. You guys are amazing. Yes, thank you. Form. Thank you. Going on with y'all, all right. We will, we will. Thank you, Fred, for having me on, and uh, I, I hope we'll be able to see you this year at homecoming. Yeah, uh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I uh, uh, can't wait. Hopefully, I got. I was mad that we missed it last year just because of COVID. Yeah, but that's a, that's 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 another story. That's another. Story. It is, but uh, yeah, but look, I was happy to see you at that Vivian Green show, but that's another story. Isn't that's it? another. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. family, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. Oh, God, that's amazing. They're so Ooh, amazing. Yes, yes, so yes, yes, yes. I mean, look, this has been oh, an amazing. Oh, 23rd, show. we're definitely in the yeah. house. Yeah, we, 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 we in there. We in there. We in there. Yeah. Look, real quick, guys. I mean, let's look. Let's go ahead and talk about the, uh, I guess, what's being called the pandemic uh, blockbuster. Um. You know, since we, you know, just got finished talking and just got finished talking to not just young filmmakers, okay, but a family. You know, mm-hmm. let's yeah, let's be honest that. right now, family of filmmakers, okay? So let's talk a little bit about Godzilla versus Khan. You guys get a chance to see it. What were your thoughts? Wait, hold on, hold on. What was that transition? Movies. Oh, movies. 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 Family. Movies. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. It, 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 this is how the transition goes. Because King Kong's family got killed by my other monsters. And King Kong was the only one that was left. And he was the only one in the first moment, you know, King Kong Skull Island. He was a small gorilla. Y'all think, yes, y'all thinking like King Kong's fully grown. Baby he won't fully grown. He was like Mighty Joe Young. Oh, but y'all don't know nothing about that. But anyhow, it was he was young and and he got bigger. And Godzilla was, you know, what I'm saying, yo, I'm telling you, man, yo, I love this movie. It geeked me out. It made me feel like I was like, you know, 12 again. Um, I, some some people got upset. They were like, I needed more of a plot, and I was like, dude, what are you talking about? What Godzilla movie ever had a plot? A plot. It was the it was ever. it was about ever. it was about aliens. The military and monsters. monsters. That was it. Exactly. Bruh, yeah, that was I, it. I, I hate these these armchair filmmakers, bro. You know when a film comes out, sometimes you just gotta watch a film for the mindless violence and exactly. just the the small semblance of a plot just to, to glue the thing together. Like stop exactly. expecting epic stories. You know what I'm saying with all these films that come out, man. You know what I'm saying. I mean, I wish it was a plot. It wasn't. I wish it yo, was Rob, a plot. Rob, Shut up. Like, yo, Rob. It won't like they're gonna be Get like. And the Oscar for the right. best movie right. goes exactly. for That's exactly Godzilla what I, King Kong. That is exactly you know what, what I commented <laughs> on several posts. <laughs> not that joint, yo. Several you know, posts. Not that the, joint. Um, <laughs> right, Candy. Godzilla turn movie. up the surround sound and shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> Godzilla has never, Godzilla nor King Kong movies have ever won an Oscar. What the fuck you expect? We just need <laughs> a little bit of plot to get us to the fight scenes. 
That's it. That's it. And it wasn't a little bit of plot. And it wasn't a little bit of plot. And look, if you really want to talk about y'all never had mindless sex before, just (laughs) true. You know, you be looking at the wall. Right. Exactly. Right. Look, if if you really want to talk to talk about the plot. There was nothing wrong with the plot that was there. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Nothing it at all. Nothing and at all. Your boy, yeah. I love him. I love oh. him in this movie. Yes, yes, yes. No. Um, good job. No, uh, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, I loved, uh, I loved him in this Ryan movie. Tyree. I loved Henry, Ryan Tyree yeah. Henry. I loved what he added to this movie. He was great. He played mm-hmm. a great. His character was great. Right. Um, yeah, great whole, comic relief, and it right, went over the top. It went over the top. And still feeling like he lost his wife, and then the whole flask thing—like it was a great, 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 yeah. great movie. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, it, it was. It was a fun movie. Okay. However, uh, and I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I got to do this, okay? Because I do have to get this off my chest. Shut up! Shut up! And shut up! Okay. Spit it out, nigga. I wasn't feeling the Godzilla character, man. Okay? And this even goes back to Godzilla what? King of Monsters. Look, hear me out. Hear me out, okay? I don't understand why this is the first whoa, time whoa, we're whoa, hearing whoa, about this on the show today. Whoa, but go hear ahead. me out. Hear me out, okay? Look, I'm a big I'm a big fan of monster movies. I'm a big fan of Godzilla. I'm a big fan of the Toho Studio version of Godzilla, okay? This Godzilla a one to me, the head is too small. I just don't like the head, man. It's, it's just too small, okay? Two, nigga. nigga, shut up, okay? Nigga, shut up. Let me finish, all right? He won't G enough for me, okay? The original what? Godzilla was, listen, hear me out, hear me out, was a fucking G. And he showed his genius every time he walked and stepped into any scene. Okay, from the facial expressions to my favorite, favorite. You remember whenever Godzilla walked to to a fight, he was walking to a fight, he had them hands up, and he was always pumping them hands, showing that emotion, because he the G. He the king of monsters, okay? I ain't had no problem with Kong, because Kong, this was a PG Kong, by the way, okay? Because this Kong bonded with a child. He bonded with a child, Okay. Every instead, Kong, of, instead, of, instead of trying to smash a white woman, exactly, exactly. Look, instead of instead of always trying to smash a chick, that's always Kong. Kong Kong move with his dick. Let's be honest with you. Let's be real about that. Okay, that's what got that's what got him killed in every movie. Why? Why? Because he had a hard on. And that always fucked everything it up. Was, it wasn't the fact there that he had a hard on. It's the fact that he had a hard on for a white woman. Let's keep it G. Let's keep we, it real. We, we've, had, we've had this discussion many of times, and you have all know my whole theory of the King Kong situation of grabbing the white woman, taking her all the way up to, you know what I'm saying, the status status of economic, uh, of, of, of excellency, of standing on the Empire oh, State Building at this particular time. And right at the same right time, right it, and in the 80s, he was standing on the, tw- on the Twin Towers, which at that particular time, a moment represented, you know what I'm saying, the uh, 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 money. So uh, when you have a white woman and you're making money on top of your game, the system don't want you to see that. So therefore, they'll shoot you down. 
until you, you know what I'm saying, and watch Break it, it down, bro. Break, Break it down, bro. Bill, nigga, Bill. Bill, cook and, on it, bro. Bill. And as we and as we look upon it, as the as as the, as as King Kong is sitting there, laying there, breathing, you know what I'm saying, softly because he has just fallen from high, and now he's back down low. The white woman, still looking as beautiful as she is, can continue to live her beautiful life as this black monkey man. That represents, you know what I'm saying, King Kong represents the black man, represents, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> dies. So now, as we get to Godzilla, as Perry was talking about, uh, Godzilla, Perry, I understand what you're saying. And I see what you're saying, but you're saying, but you're saying, but you're saying, but you're saying Godzilla didn't look more dinosaurious. Uh, no, I have to tell you, he didn't had no swag. This guy didn't have no swag. See, let me tell you something, dude. You're not looking at the things. Let me see. I'm a Godzilla fan. You're not looking. Godzilla is a mixture. If you look at it, a mixture of a lot of fucking reptiles. You know what I'm saying? That's what they did with this one. They made him. Uh, they made him like like clips of a lot of like his like his hind legs were like fucking damn Komodo dragons and shit. And then that motherfucker start getting on them all fours and start doing his shit. Uh, that's right. Uh, Spoiler, um, <laughs> you know, he was like, yo, he was making moves, dude. Yo, how can you not say Godzilla won't G, dude? Yo, when that, yo, when King Kong and them, when they were standing in Tokyo and RIP to all those that died in Tokyo, which it had to be like the majority of everybody because they just tore that whole city up. Uh, <laughs> so, um, dude, how can you say that when Godzilla, when, when King Kong called him out, Godzilla turned around. Slap that tail on the ground like, what's good, son? What the, how you gonna say that he's not Dude, G, man? That won't G enough, man. That won't G enough for me, okay? That was not G enough for me, okay? He didn't have that attitude, man. Original Godzilla had this attitude like, yo, y'all might be monsters, but I'm the king, bitch. Y'all can't, y'all can't fuck with me, all right? Kong, Kong is an American monster. Okay, and a very Americanized monster. Think about it. Okay, think yeah. about it. Let's go into our let's go into our our, our monster movie history, gentlemen. Okay, King Kong ain't got shit King on Kong, me. No, there was two. Yeah. You only oh, had two. You only had two Toho Studio movies about King Kong. King Kong versus Godzilla. All right, and. King Kong Escapes, which is actually one of my personal favorite, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, personal favorite uh, monster movies of all time. Just so you because don't put of, Joe just, Young in there. Just, just because of Robot Kong. Once again, another Americanized monster movie. Okay, I'm talking about the Toho Studio shit. Okay, oh. not the not the Americanized movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. movies where they're always chasing after a blonde. Okay, so, uh, but no, nah, but look, but this isn't me. This is not me talking junk about this movie. Okay, this is actually, I mean, because I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I did enjoy it a whole lot. However, you know, I was just always disappointed. I was just disappointed, uh, you know, with, with, you know, with the Godzilla element of it. That's all. Man, he put that foot on that chest, dude. Please, man. That's all I need. And, 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 okay, and your, your real beef. Was that his head was too small? His head was too small. He won't G enough. 
Okay, he he he, you know he he just did not have that Godzilla swagger. How was he not? His his mouth was wide enough, man. Because if it was any wider, he would have took out the city in one fucking blow. Thank you. Yo, no, no. There is a certain (laughs) movement. There is a certain movement. Go back and watch the. Go back and no, exactly, exactly. You know, go back and watch Godzilla versus Megalon. Go back and watch us. Go back and watch Destroy All Monsters. There's a certain movement that he has where it's like, nigga, what? Okay. The only That's thing, why I the only thing, Godzilla, because he was always only... like, you know, you had cats like Gamera, uh, Gamera, sorry, I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. it wrong. You know, who, you know, who was that big, big ass turtle that was always about the kids. Okay. Love yeah. him some kids. All right. But no, Godzilla was yeah. like, nigga, what? Each and every time. The only thing that I was missing from this movie. I wanted to see, I wanted to see the tail slide. I was hoping he was yeah, going to do the tail yeah, slide, yeah, yeah. but he didn't do the tail slide. But that was just that was just me being geekish and wanting yeah. one. That tail slide drop kick, man. That's just me beautiful. being selfish. It's, it's just me being selfish. But Crazy you know what I'm saying. Well. But but Godzilla was doing his thing. Yo, he threw him over his back. He did judo on him. Yo, what, what, what can you say, son? What can you say? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I mean, dude, he bare he he blew. He blew fire to the center of the earth. Are y'all not understanding? No, that was dope, man. That was dope. Hey, Tigo, 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 Tigo. And he's sitting over here talking about he ain't G. Any any nigga that can blow fire (laughs) to the the earth's core. And went past the earth's core. It went past and went down the other end. Yo. Right, 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 right. The number of <laughs> hey brother head nods that Godzilla and King Kong gave to each other in this movie is surpasses yeah. all other. Yeah. Was, yeah. And so at like, multiple yeah. points in the movie, they were like Godzilla, Godzilla could have killed him. Godzilla could have killed him when he had him when he had him down, right? He could have right. just he moved back and had him down. But he yeah. didn't. He was like, You are you yo. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yo, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I, I know you, you saved me. I know you saved me. But I think that it, like they set it up with the two girls being beside each other at the end. They don't know each other yet, right? They don't know like, right. yo, Godzilla's uh, my nigga. Oh, yo, King Kong's my nigga. Like, hey, let's let's do some things. They don't. But this go, but but from what I but from what I'm reading though, this is just the beginning of other monster movies to come. Right, it's gonna exactly. There's going to be like Mothra versus the, 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 the Titan joints. Universe. The Titan yeah. Universe. So, yeah. yeah, so uh, it's about to be it's, it's about to be something crazy. So, this movie was you know. amazing. This yeah. movie was amazing. Now, like I, I said, I, really, I loved really enjoyed it. it. I loved it. I loved it. But, you know, that's my only criticism, you know. And Perry, on a side note, on a side note, Marvel just bought Aliens and Terminator. All right. Oh shit! Oh snap! That's that's yo yo that's for that's that's for another joint. Show. That for might be, actually that actually might be for extended con- content for real. You know what I mean? Uh, but look, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, this has been such a such a great show. Such a great show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Go watch seventy five degrees west on Amazon. Prime. Yes, please make do sure that. You do. Make sure you do. Make oh, sure. Oh yeah. You do. It's good. It's a good. Yeah, you need to like slide me slide. Yeah, we, we could talk about that off off yeah, air, talk man. About that, talk about it off off air, off air. Uh, okay. So, um, all right. We we don't. I well, Tigo. Yeah. All right. As you know, as you have been moving into this life coach space, 
No, sir. No, sir. Do you I, do I, you I, have wait, hold hold what, what, on what, a what, damn what, minute? What? 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 Hold on a damn minute. And I hear Felicia from the other room talking about hold on a damn minute. <laughs> How did we determine that he was moving into this life coast space? We didn't determine that he did. We- he did okay now look now i'm gonna say this let me and let me just say this let me just say this okay now we've known tico de gallo forever all right and you know he's had a lot of things in his tool belt okay everything from rapping dancing artwork and now and now tico is also a drone pilot yeah, and drone pilot, exactly. He's he, he you know he, he's added you. yeah he's added a new a, a, a new notch to the belt. Life coach, all right. He's so upset right now. He's so upset. You know, but 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 however, but however, okay, and, and, you know, and trust me, as much as I respect Tico's hustle, you know, there's always when he, as he's moving into this new space, there's always always. One thing that pops up into my mind, <laughs> and Key, I'm gonna let you say it. Is one thing that always pops up in, in, in my mind. I mean, do you? Do you? Okay. Go ahead and give it to him. I'm just do- gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, Tico's theater is fucking weird. Just go. No, no. Do you really want this guy to be your life coach? That's what I'm talking about here. Do you really? Want him to be your life coach? Well, you I should want me to be. Ju- your, you, I you will let you judge for yourself. Absolutely Chico. not. Absolutely, but he's my best friend, so I know better than a lot of people. That's right. This is all, this is all no. just knowledge. This is all just knowledge. You know what I'm saying? This, sometimes this doesn't even come from me. I don't even know where this comes from. And we um, changed the name of the segment to and, Life Coaching. With- and, I can't. And so, so it comes to the point. It comes to the point. Full camera. Where... Give me the camera. Give me the camera because I got some naysayers here. Sit back and relax. Let me let me hey, let, let me scoot you something. Okay. Scoot scoot scoot, scoot back off. Scoot back off. Thank you. Thank you. Let me let me learn you something. Skedaddle. They gonna die. Let me let me learn you something. Let me learn you something. Um going through some things. I had to realize, you know, what was really going on in the world. And the last time we had talked, we had talked about hucklebucking, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm, I, I thought and it was squirt. Shut up, nigga. Squirt, yes, right, that's right. It was hucklebucking and then it was squirting, right? No, 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 no. It was jerk off, actually. Man, shut your ass uh, up. You know what? You're absolutely I'm putting right. this You're in ab- new context, Rob. Right. Shut Thank up. You so much. Thank I'm you so much. Jacking off. Jack, Zach. So... This segment had me complex because I had two ideas that came to my mind, but I didn't know which one was more important. I had one that was called Mississippi Birdbath, and I have another one <laughs> called Spicy Gringo. I don't want to play these games! Um, did you flip a coin? Did you flip a coin? I, I did. I, I, had, I had... I had to flip a coin. Um, spicy Gringo got it. Okay. Um, but I have to 
give you some context about what Mississippi bird bath is. Oh, no, Missi- I don't want no. A I don't Missi- want. I don't want a it. Mississippi. A Mississippi bird bath. Segment after this. A Mississippi Ooh. bird bath is when you fill a female's mouth. We style and grace as you always do. Listen, listen. You you fill them. You fill a female's mouth with Kool Aid, and as she's on all fours, you dip your testicles in her mouth. That's a Mississippi bird bath. But life is spicy, my friend. Um, I really hope the parish has, it is, lo- has it is, all the way off. It is. Yeah, it is. This right here. Right when you finish jerking off, fellas, you have to reciprocate and give the woman things, too. It's not all about us. So therefore, you have to give the female a spicy gringo. That's S, as in some special times together. P is in playfulness and jokes. I inspire each other. C, celebrate the moment. Why? <laughs> you why? You know what I'm saying? You 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 just learn to love each other. G gracefully grow slowly. Gracefully grow. <laughs> R you respect, you reset and respect to the beginning. Respect what you have. I for inner peace. You be that inner that inner peace. Yes, you be that. <laughs> you got to end is what you now live in the now. I don't want to play this game. G is for gentle touches. And oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's orgasms by eating that taco out. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, life coaching with Tico. Oh, I hate it here. Yes, life coaching with Tico. I hate it. And if you don't know what spicy gringo is, it's when you stuff a female's Rear end with volcano tacos from Taco Bell, and you eat it out. Um, these are facts, ladies and gentlemen. These are facts. Spicy gringo, spice it up. Uh, um, but Mississippi bird bass are delicious too. Baby, I know you hate me right now. I know you do. You're looking at all of his side eye. I know that, even though you don't have your picture up. Yeah, I know you're looking at the side eye. I know, I know. But we could really use a verse right now. We really, really could. I'm yo. You guys used me so terribly. Um. So I was gonna talk about how the vaccine for COVID um, is uh, is allowing us to be more more free, right? People are getting their shots and they're getting their second shots if necessary, and you're allowed to be more free, but I really want to focus on people healing themselves. So um, <clears throat> this last year has been hard and terrible for a lot of people, um, just generally, but we have known people to lose um, some really important people in their lives. And 
what I'd like to venture to say is that please make sure that you are healed or not healed. That's wrong. Please make sure that you are in the process of healing. You are doing those things actively to heal. Yes, time heals all wounds, but there are some active steps that you can take in order to heal yourself, like go to therapy and exercise and eat right and kind of shift your energy, things to shift your energy in a positive way. Um, There are times when those things seems like seem like they're inconsequential to who you are and what you need at the time. But trust me, therapy, eating right, exercising, just getting your body moving, which pumps blood and pumps blood to your brain. Like the science there works, right? I get bogged down. And a lot of times we as humans feel so heavy with all of the other things that are going on in our lives. Work out and you feel so, so much lighter right? You feel so much lighter. And that's, that's because your endorphins are pumping, your blood is pumping, it is pumping to your brain and your brain is what controls what you do day to day. So please take care of yourselves. Like it sounds selfish, but it's not like you can't take care of other people and other situations in your life unless you take care of yourself. So please make sure you're taking care of yourselves exercising, eating right, drink water, niggas, and go to therapy, niggas. Like I go to therapy once a month. And if it, if times is tough, I do it more than once a month. Um, if you can't afford or you don't have insurance, then there are plenty of resources available for you to get a, a counseling session. And the thing about counseling is that These people are trained to listen to you and provide you with steps for your path, right? Sometimes my therapist says the simplest shit and I'm a smart bitch, right? I'm smart. And I'm like, oh, I never thought of it that way. That's what they're trained to do. That's why you need them. Do it. Do it today. Monday. Do it tomorrow. But Find yourself someone to talk to that is certified in order to get your your life steps in order. I guarantee you it will make you it will make your path so much easier. And good night. Uh, as always, that was beautiful. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, look another. Another fun and insightful episode of Straight to Tape. Always remember, you can catch Straight to Tape Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live and on Twitch. Audio versions of Straight to Tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow us on our social media platforms, IG, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. Also, follow us on YouTube at S2T Media. Yo, Rob. What up, what up? Yo, Rob. What is it, nigga? Yeah, man. Why don't you show some love to the comment section, brother? Show some love, nigga. Show some love. <laughs> like, why you call my name twice in a row? What's twice? You like, I, I heard you twice the first time, nigga. <laughs> Spit it out. Set up the set. The, the fucking. What do you want? Segment, nigga. Set it up. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, 
What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Thomas Paris, thank you, bro. In the comments, thank you for, for, for that, man. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, um, love to the comments section. Uh, Candy, thank you for being uh, active in the comments all early and whatnot. Uh, Nat Turner, the homie, appreciate you, bro. Trisha, thank you, baby. Carson, the homie, thank you, man. Christina, Raj, Big Chief. The homie J. Oh, excuse me. Get it right. Get it right, Bruh, We do this. Shut up, nigga. Shut up. Yeah, I do this every week, nigga. Go ahead. <laughs> I swear this is his name. Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is this it is, is it. Is. Hey, pet, hold on. Camera on me. Camera on me. Camera on me. Camera on me. Hold on. I swear, you guys, if you have not that. watched, she did say that. Yeah. The show. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Those two dudes argue Perry and Rob argue just like those two. <laughs> so if you don't like don't that show, you don't like don't, this show. I don't see it. Of course, you, do you, of see course you don't. You of I don't course you don't. I don't get it. I mean, I mean we've been, you know, we've been doing it. it for 35 years. It's I don't right. know. I mean, but they argue just like you you guys. They right. like y'all argue like this, those two dudes on a show. Yeah. If Perry didn't wear glasses, they would stare at each other. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> anyway. What you staring me down for? What the fuck you staring me down for? Any, anyway, the homie's name properly pronounced is Jay Berkeley Gold. What's Jay up, homie? Berg. Hey, yo, g- g- just just look, give him a quick shout out. Uh, the uh, Sideline Junkies podcast. If you are a wrestling fan, this week he's doing a bunch of shows for WrestleMania week. And you might see or you might hear some folks to straight the tape on it. Rob, yep. please please continue. All right, all right. Continuing on. The homie Daniel, also Devaron came through. The homie Champ, thank you for commenting and sharing the stream, brother. Laverne Singleton also. Tanya Clark. The homie Barrett. My man Corey K. Hill. Angie, thank you for coming through. Von T, what's up, baby? Also in the reacts, we got Sean, we got Lynn, we got Dwan, we got the homie Corey Hilton, and Paul come through, came through, came through, coming through. He came through. Anyway, hella pause. Also for sharing the stream, got a shout out again, Champ and uh, Nisi. Thank you very much, family, for supporting your favorite podcast. Please continue sharing the stream, liking, commenting, the whole nine yards. And uh, just rocking with us, man. Thank you for making us your favorite podcast, yo. Hey, P Nam, what's up, homie? What's up, P Nam? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another uh, another fun-filled edition of Straight to Tape. It was extremely insightful today. Uh, once again, once again, I want to thank um, Attorney Christopher Young uh, for popping through with us. Absolutely. I would love. I want to thank uh, again uh, the Parish family, uh, the brothers Thomas the Fifth. I love them, and Zachary, and yeah, their dad uh, Thomas the Fourth. Yeah, I want to thank y'all for coming through. All right, make sure y'all go out and support Seventy Five Degrees West, Amazon Prime, Google Play. If you're in the Rocky Mount area on April twenty third. Go buy the uh, Rocky Mount Mills and Let's uh, make a big catch, deal. This yep, is a big deal, catch, exactly. And uh, you know, and, and catch the you know catch their uh, debut along with the Q and A, uh, starting at six p.m. Um, and next week, hey, you know what we do? We're gonna be right back at it once again. 
Brazil or the comedian Tico de Gallo. Well, sorry, comedian and life coach Tico de Gallo. I hate you. <laughs> you're, you're on mute. You're muted. You're, 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 you're muted, friend. You're, you're, unmute yourself. Sorry, I was working on my NBC turns. You know my CBS turns. You know when you when you get to, when you get your show on, you'd be like. Trying to get it, trying to get that working out. You know, I got some big plans coming out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to work on that. You know what I'm saying? When you see, is either that or was like, you know, I was going to come from the down up or something. I got to get <laughs> yeah, the down up didn't work. The, the turn yeah. that was perfect. The turn, like, the turn like the turn like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game. that worked. That worked. That worked. Would yeah, you say you your goodbye it. so we can goodbye? Yo, assalamualaikum. Stay off that pork bacon. Mm. And the uh, quintessential hip hop mom, the first lady of STT. You know who she is, Keisha Whittlewell. Coincidentally, I'm about to make deviled eggs with bacon chutney on them. So, mm. gotta go. Gotta cook. Spicy gringo. And of course, our social media assassin for the 2 1. Look, this is my man, Robbie Actual. I'm going to have some of Keisha's bougie ass deviled eggs. <laughs> and you still miss the charcuterie. Yes, 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 yes. Keisha has, uh, yeah, bougified me uh, with the cuisine. So, yeah, I will be going to partake. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's man, C. Perry Elise the second. Yo, check us out this week. We got some stuff going on. You know, follow us on our social media so you know what's going on this week. But you know, we got a busy week up until we back here on Sunday. So hey, you want to tell them what we're doing? Uh, you know something, Kate? I'm gonna let you share that. We will be on. In the Black podcast this Thursday. Shout out to In the Black. Shout out. All of us. All of us. So we'll be on In the Black podcast on Thursday. I think Perry and Tico and Rob are doing some WrestleMania shit. They don't involve me in that because I don't give a fuck about wrestling. But um, (laughs) yeah, we're, 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 we're doing some things. You know, the sun is coming out, the birds are chirping, and we're doing things. So Keep it tuned in here. Make sure you share. Guys, we love you guys, but we want to grow our community. So please share, share, and mo share. So that's Don't be right. Stand you with us. Don't be standing with us. So once again, in the black podcast, we'll be on in the black podcast, all of us. And then uh the fellas, we're gonna um lock down a time to be on the uh um sideline the junkies. Uh, sideline junkies. I I knew that. Got tongue tied. Um yeah, sideline junkies with the homie Jay Berkeley Gold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So come on. Give him give him a shoulder, Jimmy, before we go. Hit him with the shoulder. That's for you, Jimmy. That's for you, Jimmy. <laughs> she hit me with the shoulders. <laughs> oh, y'all are good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, right. as always, let's get active. We out. We'll see you next week and, and, and during certain times during the week. You know what we mean. We out. Mississippi first.